You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king. God made me punch in the accurate numbers. My castle won't crumble. What I tackle will fumble. I've been a leader when they ain't see it, but now my feet is up. According to me, royalty didn't end with King Tut. Crown on my head, clouds is at my legs. Big says sky is the limit. I look down on the ledge. I push the bar like I'm opening a cell. Hands in my cookie jar, you won't come out with a single nail. I need all of mine. The weight of my shoulders won't fit on a scale. What's a king to a giant? Well, Goliath fell. Even if we playing chess, dog, this king can't be checked I make all my moves on the board, I invented my steps uh-huh. I'm a king, the blood of a ruler, I feel like Mansa Musa Make your squad disappear like landing by the Bermuda Triangle, look at it from my angle I'm a king, the closest thing to being one of God's angels yeah. I'm a king Heavy is the head that wears the crown I put in extra work that just can't be found I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing Look me in my eyes cuz I'm a king king Look me in my eyes cuz I'm a king king Good morning good afternoon good evening and good night This is the Code of Conduct with the King podcast I am your host Jay Spencer King and man I am back and I'm excited I got man I got two special guests joining me tonight and I already told him, I was like, normally I do a monologue at the top of this. I'm not even going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to just bring my guy in. We're going to get right to it. I want to bring in the Buffalo Bills current fullback slash tight end slash swag. The dude is just swaggy. He out here actually told me the reason why he couldn't do it last week is because he wasn't fresh enough. So today he's fresh to death. I'm going to bring my man Reggie Gilliam man. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Appreciate you having me here. Man, I appreciate you being on, man. This is big for me, man. I, I'm um, I, I'm, I'm going to go out and say this. I don't know if Joe Miller is in the chats, if he's listening right now. But I remember when when you were trying out for the team, before you made the roster and everything, I was the first content creator. I was like, yo, he's making the roster. And it was like, who is this guy, Reggie? I was like, yo, look at the way he's running routes. He's making the roster. So I'm going to just throw that out there that I've been in your corner since you got to <laughs> Buffalo. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. So how's it going? You you excited for this week? Man, I'm stoked. It's just like just man. like last year, you know, it's my first year in the NFL, made the playoffs, second year in the NFL, made the playoffs again, you know, talked to a lot of the guys and they said it's not like that everywhere. You're very lucky to be in this position. So I made the most of it. Yeah. And and so before we went live, you and I were actually talking and I was saying, like, you know, as a, from a fan's perspective, like, you know, it's new for you, but it's new for us too. Like this is um, yeah. uncharted territory. It's been two decades since we went back to back or, you know, it's amazing for us. So, you know, man, like, so before we get into it, I just want to say good luck to you. Good luck to the rest of the team and coach. Um, yo, let's do this, man. Let's, let's put these Patriots where they are supposed to be right in a place. Yes, sir. 
Yeah, yeah. So, well, look, so we're going to get right into it. My man Booby Dixon is supposed to be in here shortly. So when he gets in here, we'll bring him right in. Uh, but we, we'll just get going with you, man. Um, so first, let's start off with this. You've been here now for a little bit. So tell me, when when was it that you realized that Bill's Mafia was like a different type of fan base? Like, because, you know, um, obviously college is big, but then even around the league, I'm sure you've been to games. I know you you only played with us, but you've been to other league, uh, other teams. What What made you realize that? Well, first starting off, when I first signed, I heard a lot of rumors about like, oh, Bill's Mafia is crazy, the best fans in the league, like jumping through tables and tables are on fire and it's snowing and they stand up for the entire game, whatever else. I'm like, okay, so it's going to be like real hype atmosphere. But I didn't realize to what extent it really was. <laughs> when I got here, I wasn't expecting all this love from everybody that didn't even really know anything about me, especially as a, you know, a guy that was trying out. But like immediately I had people rooting for me. Like you said, he was in my corner early. But I think the moment that really like took off for me was uh, when we came back from Denver last year after we clinched the AFC East and the airport okay. is packed. <laughs> like there's people, they made like a tunnel for our cars to drive through. And it's like, I couldn't even hear, like I had all my windows up, I had music on, and you could still hear the people roaring outside of my car. I was just like, man, wow, Buff- these guys. <laughs> Buffalo <laughs> like that, man. Buffalo's like that. And and the thing is, I don't get, so let me ask you your perspective on that. Cause you're a player. So how do you feel about that love? Like when, when after a game or a, uh, you know, you, you clinch the division or whatever, and then you get back, like you said, and, and there's thousands of fans at the airport. How do, how does the team embrace it? And I mean, like, realistically, like, don't give me the, the politically correct answer here. Like, no, how do you feel it, about that? It's really amazing, especially when you land and they turn the, you know, the, the plane engine off, you can hear people roaring. Like, so like, <laughs> we're not even off the plane yet, and you already hear people, like, excited <laughs> for you. So it's just like, I'm walking down the, you know, whatever the stairs on the on the plane, and I look out to my right and I see all these phones and cameras, like flashlights lighting up, people flying flags and whatever else. And you just see a sea of blue and red. It's really awesome. So the reason why I ask that is because, um, you know, in every fan base, you have like you have both sides of it, where it's like you got the, the, the thousands that love to be at the airport. And then you got the ones that sit back like, man. That's corny. Why are we at the airport, man? Like, that's so lame. And it, it's disappointing in a way because sometimes you have people who are uh, prominent in the fan base, like people who actually are well known with these opinions. So I, it was just kind of I was curious to see from a player's perspective, like if the love is really something that y'all cherish or if it's something like, man, this is just a wild story. Y'all going to tell your kids one day. Uh, no, I actually think that for my short time being here. Like the fans, like the whole Bills Mafia mantra is like something that you really have to get into. It's like mm-hmm. any, anytime I'm somewhere and I'm like wearing a Bill shirt or something, somebody says, go Bills. Like, like, <laughs> like it's a conversation <laughs> starter. Like, it's not just like a personality trait. Like, it's a way of life. Like, <laughs> like everybody yeah, no, buys into it. They live in them, but we live in a Buffalo, man. And, and the thing is, it's like, you know, work is better that week when you guys win. You know, like yeah. it, it just it, you guys have an effect on the entire you know, the entire town and really not just Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse, Erie, um, you know, it's a, it's a, and really I'm out in Phoenix right now. So there's a whole, you know, and it's a bunch of us out here. Trust me. Yeah. That's another thing. Every, everywhere we went, every game I've been to, there's Bills fans, just as many as however, wherever we're playing at, whatever the home team is, we got them matched. It's like a home game everywhere we go. (laughs) Man. And I love that because, you know, the thing, so obviously um, before you got here, before we were making the playoffs almost every year, it seems like um, 
the fans still were wow. Like we've been Bills Mafia this entire time, but yeah. now that we have a team that's like winning and and like we're super proud of, like you can really feel that energy. And it was amazing for me to watch on on TV uh, the Thanksgiving game, and it was like it really felt like at least watching it on TV appeared it was like a home game for y'all. You know how yeah. <laughs> how does that feel going from town to town, and it's like you still got the the same type of love everywhere y'all go. It's truly amazing, especially like when we're just getting off the uh, getting out, or leaving the airport and we're on the buses getting to, you know, whatever city we're in close to our hotel. And you see Bill's jerseys everywhere. And I don't know how the fans, how the mafia knows what hotel we're in every time, but they're always there. So they're always taking pictures of us getting off the bus and screaming, cheering for all the whatever else. But it's, it's really it feels like family everywhere we go. Man, that's that's dope, man. It's 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 just dope because, like, like I said, as a fan, and I, I'll move on from this the sentimental stuff, and like now, but it's just dope <laughs> because it's been so long, like it's so long, it's been so long that um, we've been able to have a team like this. So, so I appreciate you being a part of it, man. Like I know you you got your check and you and you ball, and so I get it. But <laughs> it's yeah, way deeper yeah. than that. <laughs> oh well, um, well let's let's get into some football. I want to um, okay. All season, and, and I'm sure that that some of the players, I, I'm not saying y'all listen to us a lot, but I'm sure some of the takes you've seen, at least on Twitter or heard or whatever, I've been kind of critical of the run game. And I'm going to be honest with you. I know you part of that run game, so I'm going yeah. to be honest <laughs> with you, bro. And you can get at me. You can get at me. But I've been critical because it seems like for the early part of the year, we just, something just wasn't clicking. And I don't know if it was the line. I don't know if it was like the, the speed of the game wasn't quite, you know, lining up for people. I don't know. But we weren't doing it. And now this last four weeks, you know, motor seems like he's on it. And and then when Moss gets in and get, he gets his touches, same things. It seemed like we're moving it. What do you think changed over the course of the season that made it, you know, I don't want to say easy, well, yeah, easier. Cause now it seems like we're, we're moving the ball with consistency in that way. Uh, I don't want to say it was like one specific part of our offense that was not clicking or whatever, it will, or whatever, you, whatever you will say about that. But I think that in the last few weeks or four weeks, five weeks, however long it's been, that the entire offense as a whole has just stepped our game up. Like we've all raised our level of play because we know what's at stake. You know, we've been going back and forth um, talking about like four weeks ago, our playoffs really started back then. We got to, we know what's at stake. We got to win out. So if we don't start treating it like the playoffs right now, we may not see the playoffs. So everybody just bought into that idea and we all raised our level of play and that, that was the result of it. See, before before I go further than that, because I got a follow up to that. But before I do, I, I'm going to bring my man uh, Booby Dixon in because like this, this is one of my favorite. Uh, for, he's one of my favorite Bills, players, but he's one of my favorite personalities for sure. Like he the love that Booby um, exhibits and, and also receives is unmatched. Uh, what up, my man Booby? It looks like he might be. It might have some technical difficulties, so I'm going <laughs> to wait on that. So let's let's All follow right. up on it. Let's let's follow up on the. Um, on, on the running game. So first you said like you realize like it's playoff time. We got to get there and it, you know, it's time. The, the question I have about that. And when I ask this, I'm not being that's why wasn't that in a sense, like the mentality from week one. Yeah. I, I honestly don't have an answer for you for that, but I just know that once it gets to, you know, when your back's up against the wall and you got to really show out that competitors like us, that's what we're going to do. Like we have to, we, when we figure out our weakness and we know what we have to do to improve, that's what we're going to focus on. And that's what we had to get to or get taken care of. 
right. Well, I mean, we're going to get into that, like I said, but that, my man <laughs> Booby is back because I'm, I want to follow up on it. Because the thing is, as um, obviously I'm a fan, but even as a content creator now, it's like I'll get beat up for saying stuff and they'd be like, you know, but and it's like, well, no, they don't look like the mentality is there yet. So I want to follow up on that. And I'm actually going to ask Booby about that because he's played on the Super Bowl team or they made it to the Super Bowl. He's played on some teams. So, Booby, let's get like, first of all, welcome, dude. Man, I'm happy you could do this with me. Man, appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all for having me. Man, how's it going down there? I, I, my bad on the time. That, so everybody, it, it's not Booby's fault. It's my fault because I didn't clarify that we were going live at Eastern Standard Time. He's he's an hour behind. So that was all on me. Yeah, man. I was in there training. One of my guys, man. I thought I had a little bit more time. <laughs> Man, my bad. Tell your guy I apologize for pulling you away, man, because I know I'll be watching what you're doing down there with your trainers, man. You're doing a good thing down there. Yeah, man, I love it, man. I love, I love being in my community, man, trying to help these young guys find their way. Yeah, yeah. So well, let's get into it real quick. Let me ask you a couple questions, man. So, um, you know, so Reggie and I were just talking and we're talking about how now the Bills are back to back AFC East champions and how they've made the playoffs four years out of five and just all of this great positive stuff that we're talking about. But you were part of the team that that like was like right before. And and I don't mean that in a, in a bad way. I mean that in a sense of like y'all helped the culture shift. You shady uh you know i always i always give love to tyrod that's my dude and and a few others uh-huh. like y'all y'all really started to switch, switch the culture what do you, what similarities do you see between the team that you were on with us and then you know what you're what you're looking at now yeah man first of all man c- congrats to reggie and uh all those guys man that's known that run man i definitely been you know supporting you know from afar man and and happy to see the the bills you know moving along like that uh, you know, the thing I say about that time, man, you know, when we was out there, uh, you know, it, it wasn't always a pretty thing to be in Buffalo, you know, at the time, man. And the team wasn't, you know, uh, just, you know, doing its best. But, you know, man, we was all committed. You know, we all wanted to bring it up and, and, and you know, be, be prideful and, and proud to be a Bill, man. And, you know, we was just all out there fighting together, you know, as brothers to help each other accomplish our team goals and our individual goals and you know man that was it was it was a fun time well it, it was fun for a few reasons like and so the reason why i say that you were part of the team that helped shift the culture is because I feel like when Shady got here and then when you got here and, and the line that we had was like such a beast of a line. We we were the best running attack in the league, like consistently oh, yeah. with that with that offense. Yeah. So I feel like it gave us something. Um, and actually, Greg Roman was there. So it, it's very reminiscent of what we're seeing now in Baltimore. And when you mm-hmm. see that, it gave Bills fans. We actually we had hope like we can make the playoffs with Shady. We can make the playoffs with with Tyrod. And I know you you were gone, I believe, the year right before. But but we eventually did make it with, with Shady and, and with Tyrod. But like th- that run game was such a big part of it, man. Like. I guess, I guess for me, it's like, what was so special from your memories of that offense? Because that run game was insane. Uh, man, it, for, really, it was just, you know, our attitude and our swag, man. You know, we we knew coming into the game, we finna line up and run that team. And we felt like they couldn't stop it, you know, just honestly. We had Jerome Felton. Uh, my yeah. first year I got there, we had Frank Summers, myself, Fred Jackson, and Spiller, and we was pretty – uh, dang good that year too, you know. And I felt like yeah. we should have made the playoffs that year. We went nine and seven, but 
think we dropped the game to Kansas City or something, or something like that, and they kind of knocked us out, man. But we was a we was a dang good team then, man. Dang good run team, and uh, yeah, it was just our attitude and our swag, man. Man, and you could feel it. You you could see it, and I think part of that is the reason why fans in Buffalo still love you the way they do, man, and your energy. You're infectious, man. Like, every picture – so but when I was doing the promo, like, when I was putting the flyer together, it was hard to find a picture that you weren't smiling in, and that's a fact. Like, it was so hard. Is there anything – like, what what – keeps you going like you know like what what keeps you so positive every week bro like because i mean i'm telling you it was rough times at times too like it was good moments where you were changing the culture but it was rough at times what 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 keeps you going with that energy i can't i can't hear you it's breaking up are you breaking up okay well i come i know you're driving so i i'll 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 switch to reggie real quick with a question and come back when you get to a, a different area so um so Booby just actually mentioned something too. He was talking about the fullback there. So you you play fullback and tight end technically for the roster, and and yeah. we all got the we got the hashtag going now. Fullbacks matter, you know, and yeah. and, and they do. You you absolutely matter. Let me ask you this, man. Like, first, is there a preference for you? Do you prefer to do you prefer to be uh, in the the tight end role or the fullback role or you know what wh- which one do you? Uh, like honestly, I'm willing to go out there and play on the field however I can get out there. Uh, uh, you know, I don't I don't get too many uh, too many offensive snaps every now and then. So whatever they want me to do, I'm out there. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess the reason why I'm asking too is because so as the fullback, obviously you have a, a you still have blocking responsibilities as a tight end. But like normally when you go in as a fullback, you know you're probably going to be hitting them big boys up front real quick because they're trying to get to, to Devin or to, to motor. I mean, mm-hmm. same person, Devin or Moss. Um, is there, is there the tight end position? I, that's the reason why I felt like you were going to make the team originally. Cause I, I saw your route running abilities. Um, is there a reason not, ne- not necessarily from the coaching perspective, but is there a reason um, why they chose to, to kind of put you more at the, the fullback position as opposed to tight end? Uh, honestly, I think I'm really still just as much as a tight end as I am a fullback, even though they changed the roster listing up a little bit. I mean, I still do the same responsibilities. You know, I'm still bouncing around from, you know, this meeting to that meeting. But uh, a lot of the position is, is pretty similar, actually. It's just, you know, from a tight end, you're, you know, aligned or attached and fullback, you're off the ball somewhere, you know, motioning or getting to a different spot. So a lot of the a lot of the blocking responsibilities are the same. It's just a different way to get there or a different technique. Yeah, and and so with the blocking responsibilities, another thing that I wanted to talk to you about. We kind of started when we started talking about the run game earlier. Um, the offensive line. I know we had some injuries. I know Ike is out, and um, you know, I know we had Feliciano was injured earlier in the year as well. He's back, but yeah. you know, so but now we did some shuffling, and the offensive line seems to be gelling at this time too. Um, how how are we looking how are we feeling going into the playoffs with this lineup that we have with this offensive line i mean i felt great with all of our offensive line i i, I mesh pretty well with the offensive line because I, I like to think of myself as like an honorable lineman myself so <laughs> i'm just the mobile one you know i can move a little bit better than those guys but yeah i, I think i love i love all the guys i think they're great guys and, and you know we can all we're interchangeable pieces so 
Man, you you like to be an interchangeable or an honorary everything. I saw you post earlier that you're an honorary special teams member. Uh, we'll talk a that's little bit about that, and then we're going to swing it back to, to Booby in a second. That's that's really what the fullback is. You know, he does a little bit of everything. You know, at, at some point in my life, I've played every position on the field. So that's just how I, I, I kind of carry that momentum with me. So, like, if I'm going to be on special teams, I'm going to be one of the guys on the special teams. Or if I'm going to be on the line, I'm going to be one of the linemen, you know. So I like to think of myself as that honorary piece to – whatever I'm doing. <laughs> now I love it though. Cause it's, it, you really are everywhere and you fit in everywhere. And that, that's, you know, yeah. I, I feel like that's what Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott like anyway, you know, that, that's one of the things that they love. Uh, Booby, you were on uh, the, two, the, two, uh, the 2012 team for the San Francisco 49ers made it uh-huh. to the Super Bowl. So, so you've been on this journey that the team is, is trying to be on now. What kind of advice can you give the team right now uh-huh. kind of heading into this thing? Like as far as preparation, and all that other good stuff. Uh, man, you know, uh, my advice would be just to play the game and, and not the name. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that was kind of of our attitude when we went on our run. You know, man, we we didn't care who we played. You know what I'm saying? It was just all about us and how we prepared and made sure we was together, made sure we had the game plan down, down packed, you know, special teams, offense and defense. And we just played it one play at a time, you know, man. So just play the game. Yeah. And, and earlier you, you kind of got um, we, we got disconnected there. So I want to run that question back because it, it is honestly something that I think is is admirable. It's one of the things that I admire about you is like so I was talking about how when I was putting a promo piece together, I couldn't it was hard for me to find a picture that you weren't smiling in. And so like You're one right, of my right. questions is, is like. I mean, hey, that's a good look. And, and actually, I have a friend that that is down there. Uh, I, I think she works like at the high school that you uh, train at or or, any, or something. But she always uh-huh. says like she'll she'll see you in passing. And you're always smiling. You're always happy. What is it that that kind of gives you that energy just throughout? Because even when you were with the Bills, we had good times, like we said. But then we also had some rough moments there. So what was it that kind of it just keeps you so positive all the time? OK, uh, like I was saying, man, uh, you know, it comes from just having a hard life early on and then, you know, just having to, you know, find ways to put myself in that positive spirit to push through those times. And, uh, you know, man, once I figured that out about life, you know, uh, it's a lot of it is just staying positive, uh, learning how to make yourself happy, and, you know, just being grateful for what you do have. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, man, you put in the work, you know, once the – opportunities to come and then you just take advantage of them but you know i feel like the best way to go about it is you know just having a smile on your face so you can get the same thing in return yeah yeah, I love that. One of the things I say every week on the, at the end of my show, I always tell people to stay positive and test negative, you know, and, it, and it's one of those <laughs> things that I, I remind myself every day because it's, sometimes it's hard to keep negative. But if I feel like if you speak it and, and it becomes a habit, you know, it, then you'll, you'll end up looking like booby. I'm telling you, Reggie, I couldn't find a picture, bro. Like it was so tough to find a picture where he wasn't smiling. It was crazy. <laughs> um, That's sweet. But so. Let me swing this back to you real quick. I wanted to um, ask about Sean and, and Brandon, but more more specifically, Sean. I feel like every player that I talk to always has like basically the same story about Sean. But I want to ask you, what is it about him that makes you, you know, appreciate or enjoy playing for him or or with the team uh, and being in Buffalo? It just makes that environment. You know, I, I know he always preaches the process. You know, that's kind of like the ongoing joke that everybody makes. But it's really like that about the process. He really pushes you 
to be the best person you, you can be. And he's so team motivated. Like, it doesn't feel like it's, you know, hit, just hit, like he's doing it for everybody. It's not just for his own benefit. So it, it makes it easy to play for a guy like that when he wants to see you succeed as well. So that's why, that's why I, I signed in Buffalo because he personally talked to me after um, whenever that was back last April or whatever it was saying that, hey, like what you can do. Let's see if you can um, find yourself a spot on the team. So I'm like, well, that's cool. The coach actually wanted to talk to me. So that, oh, that, was, cool. my, that was my first step. I was like, oh, okay, so this guy is really interested. It's not just a, oh, we need another, another person here, you know? So, so what was your, um, cause that's an interesting story. So if you, if you don't mind, like, I know it was abbreviated, kind of give me what, what, what is like, what was it like to be recruited? Like, you know, or, or you know, how did they kind of even, how did they, how did you end up on their radar and, and all that stuff? And, and how did that work? <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't even, there really wasn't too much recruiting to go around. So, you know, obviously on draft day, every kid is sitting there looking at his phone, waiting, ready to go, <laughs> waiting for that call. Unfortunately, my phone didn't ring during the draft. But afterwards, that's when things got interesting. My agent's telling me, like, okay, uh, these are our options. Who do you who who do you feel like the most? And then it came down to Buffalo. And he's like, you know, I think Buffalo could be a really good fit for you. Uh, so that was like, sounds good to me. And next thing I know, I got a call from Sean McDermott. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, that's the only coach that actually came to talk to me. So, man, that, but you know what? That was crazy about that is, and I know every year we kind of have. Um, and not just in Buffalo, but around the league, you'll have a couple guys around the league that kind of stick as undrafted free agents, but it's not easy to do. So can you kind of just um, give the fan base? Cause I know, um, you know, a lot of us obviously don't know that experience. So it's, it's difficult to stick to a team, even if you're drafted, but then if you're undrafted, it's even more difficult. So can you just talk about that process a little bit? Uh, yeah. So for me, it was extra hard <laughs> because I came out of the Mac. So, you know, small school guy, as a fullback, I didn't really have any college stats. I just was known for, you know, special teams play and blocking. I had less than 200 yards receiving or carrying uh, in all of my college career. And then I didn't even get to have a pro day because <laughs> mm-hmm. COVID canceled everything. You know, I trained all, I trained all uh, spring and winter for this pro day, and then they canceled it two weeks before. So I, I'm sure you've heard the story, but I had to go to Walmart and buy my own tripod and film my pro day. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how much traction that actually caught, but uh, I, I guess it worked because I was able to catch some eyes of some scouts and, uh, and, and get my foot in the door. So, you know, they say the NFL is it's hard to get there, but it's even harder to stay there. So for me, it's always been, I've, I mean, I've always been kind of the counted out guy my entire life. Like, you know, I went to a small high school, small college. And so I was just like, I always know that I had to go earn it myself. Like nothing was going to be given to me easily. And I know that sounds cliche, but that was really how it was for me my entire life. Like I wasn't going to, like I was never expected to be like the guy, you know, I always had to prove myself. Like even I walked on at a Mac school and I didn't even get a scholarship until halfway through my junior year. So <laughs> I was really you know underdog the whole time. <laughs> You know what I like about that, though? Um, I feel like that's the composition of this team. And, you know, like you look at the, I mean, look at Josh. The, you know, he sent out all those letters and he didn't get at Wyoming. You know, like he had to he got at Wyoming. But I mean, like he got turned down by so many other schools. And then you got guys in the pros like that were kind of like I don't want to say forgotten, but you have a lot of guys that weren't believed in. And then they get to Buffalo and Coach McDermott believes in you and and 
all the talent comes out and it's gelling and it looks good. And now we're, we're doing amazing things. And I just, I think that's that, that energy is, is what makes everybody fall in love with the team. Cause now you got some new bandwagon people that's falling in love with the squad, <laughs> but, but y'all deserve it. Y'all, y'all playing like, um, y'all playing lights out. Let me ask you this, man. How do you feel about, about all the Pro Bowl snubs? I know how Jordan feels. How do you feel about the Pro Bowl snubs? <laughs> uh, I personally think that we all should have been on the Pro Bowl squad, but that, that's just, that's the way I see, I see it. Cause I, I see these guys every day working, working their tails off. And I'm like, wow, that guy, that guy's incredible. You know, when you're looking from the outside in, you don't really see how much work is actually being put in for these guys to get to the level of play that they are. Like Poyer, he works harder than anybody else I know. And to see him get snubbed again is just like, what's a man got to do? <laughs> well, I mean, everybody knows where I'm at with that whole thing. I'm on the whole Poyer for all pro <laughs> or we riot out this bitch. Like, because for, for real, man, it's it. it I love all the Bills players. So, like, my favorite player on the team is Tremaine Evans. And, um, see, like, I'm telling you, man, I'm with it. I'm, I'm with it, dog. Like, I love Tremaine. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, but but the thing is, when I look at from top to bottom, when I look at the roster, on defense, there's a ton of guys that play great. Like, that's why we're the first number one overall defense. But Jordan is different, bro. Like, Jordan is different. And Micah is different. And yes. I understand Trey's injured, so Trey's out, so I can't really uh, speak to him not making the, the Pro Bowl or being an All-Pro this season. But same thing with Trey. Levi played bigger. He, he outplayed his contract by far. So I, I just feel like it's disrespectful. But when you look at these guys and you see, you can't even blame it on small market anymore. I just don't believe you can blame it on smart marketing because everything is in your phone. Everything is right on your hand and in the tablet. And like, you can watch, you know I mean? You can watch the bills in California without, you know, like it's just, it's different yeah. from back in the day. So to me, I don't, I don't use the excuse of small market and this, that, and the third and popularity contests. It, it, it baffles me that you guys do so well and get snubbed. But, but it really still is a popularity contest. At the end of the day, it's who can you get to vote for you more? You know, it's like, Who's who's out there being popular and getting all the attention and blah blah blah. So that's usually like the guys that you know, like you were saying, like our team is built around like blue collar guys. Like we're not the type of, you know, flashy rah rah team. Like we're the go get it out the mud team. So I feel like you know with Poyer and Micah, neither of those guys were first round picks. So that's like it's we're not the popular, the popular mm -hmm. team, but we have the skill to go just right on with everybody else. Man, Poyer was the best safety in the league this year. Like, and I'm not even like I'm saying he was the best safety in the league this year, bar none. Um, yeah. I was about to bring my man. I thought we had Booby back, but it looks like he's he got the, the, the circle of death again. So we're going we gonna to hold off on, on Booby. I got a couple of good questions for Booby, though, like very similar to what I asked you about, like Sean and, and uh, Brandon. But, you know, let me ask about Brandon, because he seems he seems a whole lot cooler than and he seems cool. But he seems a whole lot more down to earth and cool than uh, we probably really get to see. So tell me a little bit about like even that, because a lot of teams, the GM relationship with the players is not like what we see in Buffalo. So uh, just talk to us about how it is like at, just being at one Bill's drive, to, you know, and dealing with those guys. Yeah, uh, being's real chill. I remember the first day I saw him, I was so nervous to, you know, even walk down the same hallway as him. But now it's like I'm walking down the hallway and he's like, up stud we fist bump we're like we're cool <laughs> like he's just he's like another one of the guys like you don't even think anything about it but you know like you were just saying a lot of gms and the relationships with their players is not like that and that's what a lot of guys tell me around the locker room is like like really em embrace this embrace this and cherish it because it's not like this everywhere else this is really truly one big family here 
And I just, I'm so grateful that I was put in this situation early in my career. Yeah, man, it's beautiful. I'm, I'm grateful for you. Like, I think the thing for, for me that, that I see with this team that's different, or I guess the team over the last few years, but, but you're a part of that now. Um, it, the camaraderie is so different. Like it's so different. You 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 know certain guys vibed and you and you saw a certain, but now it seems like it doesn't matter. Like you know, you see you with a defensive player and y'all seem like two defensive players. Like that's just the vibe. So yeah. you know, I just I love the energy of the team and I love I love how you all can relate to the, the the fan base and I love how the front office relates to the players and the fan base too. Everything just seems to work. Um, what's your I was supposed to ask you this at the beginning, actually at the top. What is it about Buffalo for you that aside from the players, the team and, and the coaching staff and all that stuff and the fans, aside from all of that, what is it about Buffalo that really was a, you know, that, that put it at the top of your list or was it specifically just the team? Like were you, did other teams reach out? Uh, yeah, there were a few other teams, but I, I knew I wanted to come to Buffalo because it was a, a sprouting team. Like at the time, it was like, okay, they're on a roll, they're getting hot. And also, the city is much like Toledo, where I played college. Like it's not a it huge is. city, there's not a ton going on. Like it's just everybody's about football. Like that's the thing in Buffalo and in Toledo's football. And, and the weather is actually very similar. <laughs> Man. Man, that's that's it's it's great for me to to hear that because so being born and raised in Buffalo, a lot of times prior to now, you would have players that would end up leaving and saying all of this negative stuff like, well, ain't nothing to do in Buffalo, but have sex and and eat or whatever, (laughs) which is partially kind of, it's partially true. It's a lot of good food, a lot of, a lot of fun times there too, a lot of parties. So I get it. Um, before so we've been having some technical difficulties with booby i might i might just try to hit him and see if i can get him a separate time with just he and i uh but i do i do have a surprise for you i want to bring in somebody special and i want to um you know spend some time and and show you some love here because that's what we do in buffalo we show love (laughs) so i'm gonna bring my homegirl kate in and i'm gonna bring my man matt in and we got some people out here man (laughs) oh full decks matter matter. (laughs) i love it so what's up, Kate? Hey, y'all. Just enjoying the show so far. How are you guys? <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And, and, and Matt, my man, we, we've been talking all day, so I don't really need to ask you how you're yeah, doing, but I'm going to do it for the sake of the listen. Day, <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. Uh, you know, I know I know you often now um, interact with Reggie because fullbacks matter to you, but why don't yes. you uh, take a moment here and, and go for it, just have some conversation. Yeah, it might be your worst nightmare. Who knows? But um, <laughs> social media all the time. So I appreciate you. Um, you know, Jay's been stealing all my questions <clears throat> as I ask uh, or as I sit here and listen. So <clears throat> we just had, you know, talking to Matt all the time. Um, yeah. <laughs> really, you know, Buffalo didn't used to be a place where people wanted to come play. I and mean, we've talked about it. Like players didn't want to come here. It's not really, an, it never used to be an attractive destination. So. I know there were a couple of teams <clears throat> that you talked to behind the scenes, but you know, how, what were your expectations before you even came here and kind of like, how does it measure up to, you know, what you thought it might be? And, you know, how do you, how do you feel like you fit in here? Uh, so I feel like I'm a, a perfect fit for Buffalo because I don't really do much anyway. So, you know, I said, there's nothing to do in Buffalo. I'm like, well, that's fine because all I do is sit at home and play football and video games anyway. So, uh, so it was like, it, it, was a, it was a perfect mesh for me. And like I said, coming from Toledo, it's a very similar city. 
So I just knew I would be come in and be comfortable in my surroundings. I wouldn't be like a culture shock. It wouldn't, it wouldn't throw me off at all. I can come in and feel right at home. So that was a big reason why I, I, cho I chose Buffalo. Awesome. Sorry. So Reggie, I gotta say uh, thanks for being so interactive with the fan base um, on social media. Uh, sometimes we may get a little overbearing, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's entertaining. <laughs> uh, we love you, man. Um, so us as fans, we have a lot of superstitions before games, during games, after games. Do you have any pregame rituals or superstitions that you have? I have a ton of superstitions, actually. <laughs> so, uh, like, uh, during my – like, when we're doing the stretch lines pregame, like, I have to make sure, like, my steps are the same every – you know, five to 10 yards, like just so I make sure like if, if I didn't play so well last week, I have to make sure that I don't have or step on that line that I stepped on like I did last week. So I make sure I'm good to go. And, uh, and you know, just like having a sleeve on or like having my wrist taped so high, like every little thing, every I try to make everything exactly the same as the way it was the week before. So we can keep winning and I can keep playing well. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, we're undefeated while I'm wearing your jersey, so I'll be wearing it on Saturday. So. Keep wearing it. <laughs> I was about to say, I was about to say, you keep that. You keep wearing I'll, that. Don't you change. I'll be wearing change. it on Saturday night. So. <laughs> Did you wash it? No, 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 no. Yeah, no, don't it. wash it, man. Yeah, keep the stains, everything. Beer everything. stains, ketchup, mustard, whatever. <laughs> I'll tell you, I haven't washed mine since I've owned it, so I think we're on a good run here. Yep. Hope that's Love it. <laughs> I'm with Matt in this camp. You know what? One of my yeah. favorite, one of my favorite moments, though, and I, I was looking for it prior to the show, and I couldn't find it, but it's okay. I, you both are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, one of my favorite moments, though, was from earlier in the season when uh, I think you were on Facetime with Kate, and and yeah. she showed you her socks, and it was just like the most. I, I just, I absolutely love that, man. So for you, like, I see you laughing about it now, but for you, yeah. when that happened, man, like, like what was that like to you, like, you so, know, because I mean. So <laughs> so it's pre it's pregame, uh, you know, a couple hours before the game. I'm sitting at home, and uh, I get a call from Joe Kroom, the photographer. I'm like, yeah. what's what's Joe calling me on game day for? And I, so I, I slide over and I answer the phone, and he's got he's with Kate. He's like, look who's here with me, and I'm like, oh, that's the girl with my face on her socks. <laughs> yep, <that's> <laughs> <laughs> and she, she was so excited. It was it was just great energy, and that was just like another thing where you were asking about like, how did you know Bill's Mafia was legit? That right there, getting a FaceTime call. I got my face on somebody's socks. <laughs> I want you to know I waited a whole year to not buy any 86 gear just in case <laughs> I moved you. And I was glad oh. I and on that day with the 41. You knew. I didn't have to, you know, repurchase, but I would have. How did you know? <laughs> just because of the, you know, the playing tight end. And you were so good on special teams in college. I've been watching you since college. Huge fan. <laughs> And the first game I actually watched you in, I was in, I was deployed overseas. And um, <clears throat> one of the guys I was deployed with was uh, his, his cousin or somebody I don't care about was playing uh, on the other team. And uh, <laughs> it was a game where you uh, blocked the punt. It was like the record setting one. So the, your junior yeah. year, <laughs> million punts was actually like four, but um, I was watching that game. And from then on, I was a fan. So I was like, yeah. You know, I know he, he goes between tight end and and fullback, so I think maybe there's a chance. <laughs> and so I held out. Something in the universe told me to hold out, so I was glad I did. But That's uh, awesome. <laughs> I could have invested in the jersey and the socks, just, just for the record. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> and also, to for the record, um, 
when Joe called you, I, I told him, Joe, he might be a little busy. It's it's uh, <laughs> uh, the home opener, so maybe we just hold off on calling him. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was the be home fair, it was right before the home opener. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think nothing of it. I was just kind of like, okay, this is odd, but I'll answer it. <laughs> I was just chilling at home on the couch, so. <laughs> and I'm sorry I screamed at you for 90 seconds because I couldn't hear anything. So, again, I apologize for <laughs> your lovely family. He was uh, chilling. He was chilling at home on the couch, and we were in like hour three of tailgating. <laughs> <laughs> hour three, man. Kristen and Ashley and Joe Miller and all of them had me at the doggone stadium at six a.m. Like well, yeah, okay, six a.m. Yeah, I was there about about the same time. <laughs> man, <laughs> never, ag never again, bro. Like never again. Like what the hell is wrong with y'all? I love Bills. I'm part of Bills Mafia, but what the hell is wrong with y'all, man? We'll be there at hey, man. 6 a.m. on Saturday for that 8.15 p.m. game. Yeah. <laughs> I love hey, that. I love how when we leave on a night before a game, there's people already in the parking lot tailgating, like a full 24 hours before the game. Like, what? Reggie. <laughs> Reggie. People were coming in on Friday and would line that whole street and yeah. kick out for games. Hold on. So, Hold on real quick. So, so, Reggie, no politically correct answers. Okay. Okay. Saturday is going to be single digits and at 815 is going to feel it's going to feel in the negative. That windshield is going to be ridiculous. Are you team dome or no dome? Oh, it really don't make no difference to me because I had never even played in a dome until last year out of Arizona anyway. So I played more football outside than inside. I played. So you appreciate I mean, that cold. I mean, I grew up in Ohio. I played football in the cold, in the snow my entire life. So it's like it's really no difference to me. Man, <laughs> I really don't care. I mean, I'm I'm gonna still be out there one sleeve and tape. So <laughs> you my guy, I, I, you my guy. But I man, it's dome. Build that damn dome. Yeah, <laughs> dome. I don't have I don't have any problems tailgating outside. But if we could just build a dome for like watching the game inside for these negative that's, degree temperature that's games, way above my pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you. I just wanted your opinion because, like, you know, you, we asked obviously. So, like, people uh, have asked Josh at, at the podium and everything, and he's just like, you know, he won't answer it, <laughs> which I get because he's the he's the face of the, you know, it it, it will yeah. be a whole story and all of that stuff. But but I, I I'm really curious because I I know a lot of guys. You're from Ohio, so I get that it, it yeah. it's the same. But a lot of guys are from Florida on this team. Like, we got a ton of guys from Florida. Yeah, I feel like it might matter to them. I just might feel yeah. like that. Yeah, there, there's some guys that probably do one a little more than others, but a lot of guys embrace it too. Like I know Gabe, I thought when I first met Gabe last year and he, he, were talking, he was talking about the cold, I thought, you know, with him being from Florida, he was like, oh, I don't, I'm not going to want to be out there. But even in December last year, he, we're outside practicing in shorts. So there's some guys that just like it. Man, okay. All right. I'll leave it I alone mean, like for I, now. <laughs> like I said, you know, playing as a kid in Ohio – I, we used to love playing football in the snow. Like, that's what made it more fun. So, don't matter. To yeah, me. But, but you know what? I feel like moms would have called you in if it was negative three. You know what I'm saying? Like, if the windshield <laughs> was negative three, I don't think you would have been out there playing a full game just as kids playing. Like, and I feel like school would have canceled some stuff. At, like, high school. Because Buffalo, <laughs> like, we talk, we talk a lot of stuff in Buffalo. Like, we do. Like, oh, it's cold. You cancel school for that. We have eight inches and we still. Right. I get that. But they've also canceled when it gets below a certain temperature because it's not safe for kids to stand on the corners waiting for the school bus. They cancel because the roads are slick. So I just believe I could be wrong. 
I could be wrong, but I just believe Mom's Dukes would have called you in the crib, like, "Look, yeah. Reggie." I, she she tried to, but I was out there in my all my coats looking like the Michelin Man, so <laughs> barely moving. But I was out there with my guys. <laughs> all right, well, Matt, you got anything else, man? Uh, I have one other question. Um, is what uh what's the worst visiting locker room we've ever been in? College or pro? Like you walk into the locker room, and you're like, oh damn! <laughs> it's easily college because I played in the MAC first off. So <laughs> I, don't come, I don't come from much, so um, really any of the MAC schools that I played at, you know, none, none of them were great. I mean, Ball State was nice. It was a newer one, but uh, I don't really remember too much of them, but I remember it most of the time I was either sitting on a stool or shoulder to shoulder with somebody. Right. But for the most part, the NFL locker rooms are pretty nice. They give us enough space, you know, showers and hot tubs, whatever. All the lights work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the lights work. <laughs> All right, what about you, Kate? Got anything else? Just one more question. So you've been here two years now. What's your best memory as a Bill so far since you've been here? Good question. There's a ton. I mean, how could I top, you know, my face on socks? That's... <laughs> but, uh, I think, I think it would have to be, uh, you know, coming home from Denver last year after we clinched and, you know, getting off the plane and hearing the whole crowd outside of the airport. And, like, there's people literally, like, banging on the the heart, the of my car as i'm driving out so it's just like these like they're really so supportive of us don't even really know me because you know i i didn't play too much last year so i was just like these guys love everything about this team no matter who it is nothing like a little property damage to welcome you to buff <laughs> wait a minute though I, It'll buff I, out. It'll buff out. well i ain't trying to correct you because you're right but at the same time we we have a we have a habit of not loving certain people if, if the performance ain't right i'm gonna just i'm gonna just say yeah. we've run some guys out of town i'm just saying i mean all i've seen is positivity so yeah because yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all doing it yeah no y'all doing it y'all doing it we love you because you're real with it man you, you're doing a good job but hey i want to thank matt and kate for for uh jumping in and, and talking to reggie i know y'all love him so i wanted to make sure y'all got the opportunity to have some facetime with him and and uh and get ready for this game saturday that y'all gonna freeze your asses off at oh oh another great memory was the first playoff game last year when they let fans into the stadium because you know i didn't have I was fans there. at all I didn't have I fans there. at all my entire career up to that point. Yeah. So I'm walking out of the tunnel. It's like a movie. Even though there's only like, what was it, 6,700 fans, I still couldn't hear like if I was talking to somebody three feet away from me. Oh, just yeah, it was loud. Saturday night, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Saturday night. would be amazing and nuts. Yeah, and that, that really felt like a movie because like, I know I keep saying I'm from the Mac, but like I didn't, I never played in a packed stadium. And I know that wasn't even packed, but it definitely felt like it. So that was the most people I ever played in front of. So that was a really cool feeling as well. Well, you know, so so then let me ask you this: Then how was it for you at the beginning? I know it wasn't the playoffs, but how was it for you at the beginning of the season when it was back at full capacity and it was like it was like full go? What was that? I mean, a the rush, but then also what was it like playing? Was it was it different um, communication styles that you had to use, or was it like you know how was that? Yeah, it definitely takes an adjustment and getting used to. You know, a packed stadium, and of course, versus home versus away. Obviously, you can hear better at home because, you know, they say, like, offense at work, be quiet, whatever. But, um, you know, we, we, we uh, make the adjustments necessary for it, whether it's signals or whatever it may be. So that was it was a big shock for me. I guess that would be my culture shock <laughs> coming to Buffalo and playing in a packed stadium because I never got to play in a packed stadium before. 
Man, it it was. I know. I know. For me, um, the the playoff game that you you're talking about when when uh, we went up against the Colts, the first mm-hmm. playoff game, dude, that was a moment, man. Like that was such a moment. And then the way it happened, you mentioned Gabe earlier. Those two catches were big time. Like, yeah. I'll always love Gabe for those sideline catches. <laughs> I, like, I don't care whatever happens for the rest of his career. Gabe is my guy for those sideline catches. Yeah, Gabe's a good dude. Yeah, yeah. So um, I still got a couple questions for you. So uh, stick around real quick. But Kate and Matt, I want to thank you so much for jumping in. And uh, I'll, I'll be kicking it with you. Kate, I still got to connect with you about that hoodie. Yes, you do. I need one of those too. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thanks for having us and good luck, Reggie. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right. Love y'all. So, um, so before we get out of here, I know who, um, so Matt asked you about like rituals and stuff like that. What, what, sh- what kind of music do you listen to before the game? I see, because I, I feel like sometimes y'all be trolling on the, you know, like when they release the, I, I, I just believe that y'all troll sometimes when the team releases the playlist, man. What do you, what's your playlist like before the game? No, some of those guys are legit. Like Josh, Josh really <laughs> listens to that kind of stuff. <laughs> and, and Tommy Sweeney, Red Hot Chili Peppers, that's him all the way. Like you'll see him in his locker, like before the game, like playing in the air drums or whatever else like that. <laughs> that's Dude. really how he is, but. Uh, I usually don't have my headphones on pregame. I just have, like, we have a giant speaker in there, and whoever's mm-hmm. on the aux, that's just, it's usually Steph or one of the, uh, or like, Dion or somebody like that. And whatever they're playing, that's just, you know, I don't really listen to the music too much. I'm I'm trying to, like, think about, I'm visualizing what I'm about to do on the field. So I don't really get into, like, a pregame list. Okay. All right. Well, um, so, so now, you know, it's, it's the playoffs and I kind of tried to talk around it for the most part because I didn't want to get too deep into, I, I, you know, I know it's some Patriots folks listening. I didn't want to give them too much insight, but um, in a very simplified version of it, what do you think is your, you know, what's our keys to victory this weekend, man? Cause the Patriots, uh, I mean, I, I give them a tough time, you know, that kid got a rag arm, he got a soft arm, you know, so I, I know you can't say that I'm saying Mac Jones got a soft arm, uh, but um, you know, their defense is legit. So we still have to play and win the game. So what, what would you say would be in a simplified version? What's our key to win? Um, simply put, the key to victory every week or any game, no matter, you know, what stage it is, it's always, you know, executing the fundamentals and taking care of the ball. And that's, that's what Sean drives every week before the game, you know, literally hours up leading up to the game. Take care of the execution standpoint from fundamentals and then take care of the ball. Because you can't win the game without taking care of the ball. Man, I love I, I just I love how consistent everybody is. It's, it's almost like they <laughs> prep you guys like before the season. Like, okay, this is what we're gonna. But but I know it's real. I know it's not fake. Like that's really how you guys operate. And um, hey, we I'm gonna let you go ahead and get on out here. I appreciate you for for taking the time to kick it with me and Kate and Matt and Booby. Hopefully, like I said, I'm, I'm going to reach out to Booby. We're gonna try to see if we can get Booby back in here, uh, maybe next week or the week after. But um, as far as as far as you, man, good luck this weekend. Good luck for the rest of the playoffs. Bring that Lombardi home, man. We need it. We need it, man. All right. Appreciate you having me on. All right. All right, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, Jay Spencer King, with my man, Reggie Gilliam. And y'all know how I do it over here. Y'all take care of each other, love each other, and live in peace. And as always, stay positive, test negative, go Bills. You got to say it, Reggie. Go Bills.
more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.